Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. How's everybody doing out there? My name's Chris. I'm happy to be here. I have a problem. It's comic books. I'm not sure how bad of a problem it is because I like my comic books and my toys and such. But my name is Chris. I'm one half of uh, the Kids on the Escalator team. Brent is uh, getting ready to go out on tour with Megadeth and Lamb of God. And I don't know. I can't remember. Trivia, maybe? can't remember the names of all the bands he's going out with. But uh, So I'm going to uh, pick up the slack here. And we're going to do uh, Sunday uh, live from Machete Comics on Sundays. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. So it took us a little while to get everything hooked up here. But we're ready to roll now. Hopefully there's not too much of a delay in what I'm saying. And it doesn't annoy you too much. Hopefully it's hopefully it's pretty good. Yeah. There's Brent right there. A Sunday with a coffee. Perfect combo. You bet, buddy. My drink is compliments of whatever my daughter left in the fridge there. Who is legal drinking age? So, yeah. Cheers. There you go. And there's Brent on the screen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a nice Sunday. It's really hot where I'm at. So I'm at, I was, see, one of the things is I was going to go live from, from the actual studio upstairs where you could see all the drawings, tables, and all the cool stuff on the walls. But, uh, you know, internet's awesome. So we're down here, which is fine as well. I've got a lot of stuff I want to tell you folks about. I got some, uh, what I'm going to talk about on here is basically, uh, I'm not going to do drawing tutorials or anything like that. I'm just going to be coming to you from, Machete Comics, which is basically the upper floor of my house. We have a computer room, we have a drawing room, and we have a bathroom. Because you need a bathroom in a comic place. Yeah, you need somewhere to go to bed or go to the bathroom. That was my joke. My wife liked it. So she was laughing. So I thought that was kind of good. Right. And my wife is the one who does uh, the coloring, the placements, all the uh, stuff that makes the comic book even better. She edits it too for my, my great writing skills. Excuse me. All right. So Machete Comics is located here in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. And uh, I would say uh, if punk rock was a comic book, Machete Comics would be what it sounds like. Huh? Yeah. Punk rock was a comic book, you know, sound like Machete Comics or would look like that anyway. So we have a very uh, indie, original, classic style that uh, we like to work with. Um, although we do use computers, uh, you have to these days to make it the job easier and just make sense. But a lot of the color, the, the shading I do is still by hand, of course. But we're just a small company just starting out. We are on our second comic book um, from the same line from Skeletron, which I'm going to show you in a second here. So here's uh, issue one of Skeletron, which we're super, super proud of. Um, and this is sold out. There is actually one issue remaining that's going to be in a contest, and I'll tell you about that in a little while here. I got lots to tell you folks about. So this is, so see, I got it in this nice protective case. How do you like that? It's not CGC graded, though. I would love to get it graded, um, but it's not it's just in a, in a frame. But look at that. I love that. I'm so proud of this. And if, if you uh, were one of the uh, 100 people that, that bought this, 
thank you so much for supporting the cause. Um, our comic book company is family run. It's my, me and my wife, right? We do all this ourselves and we have a blast doing it. So thank you for uh, supporting our family is really what I'd like to say out of that, right? Okay, so that's issue number one and it's sold out. Now, they've got some cool stuff coming up here because issue number two is available. There it is right there. Oh, another one, just so proud of it. Look at that. There it is. There's this issue, issue two. Um, it's Follow Me to Hell. If you've read issue one, you know that there's a cliff. There's a cliffhanger at the end of issue one, which was pretty cool, right? Um, we introduce a new character in issue two, which I should probably still hold up here so you can see it. In issue two, we introduce a new character, and he is from the military, and his name is Shane Burhell. So this this episode is basically on the inside, uh, entitled Burhell. And it was influenced by a good friend of mine growing up, a neighbor of mine um, named Sean Burwell. And he said I could use his name. He said it was cool. He said he wouldn't sue me. He did. He said he wouldn't sue me. He said, I don't need to sue you, buddy. I'm, I'm good. Life's good. So I'm cool with that. So a um, good friend of mine is, uh, has, is influenced, uh, heavily influenced in one of these characters. So the character's name is Shane Burhell, and my friend's name is Sean Burwell. Right on, Sean. So if there's any chance, Sean, you are watching this, man. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, man. Yeah. I'll have, I have a, a drink here of some sort. Good, good. Okay, so that, that's this, that's issue number two. Uh, introducing a new character, and the character is basically the military comes in. But there's a secondary character that gets introduced that I don't want to tell you about because it's kind of another cliffhanger at the end of the issue, and I don't want to spoil the ending because it's. I, I love to live, cl leave cliffhangers. Well, we both do, my wife and I. We love to leave cliffhangers at the end of our uh, our books, our stories. So, and there's also a bonus story in this. This is a full length comic book, so it is, does cost a little bit more, folks. Um, but there's a there's an extra episode in here also about uh shane burhell and going into a little bit of his history so you can see a little bit of what makes that dude tick so that's like a backup story so this is this is actually our first full-length comic book because the first one was pretty short right <clears throat> excuse me it was just kind of getting to the point of uh introducing skeletron doing an origin issue origin issues are hard to do because as a writer you it's the origin's been in your head for so long that you just want to get pass that and have everybody love your character like they do spider-man and stuff like that so we did the origin issue i was very proud of it as i mentioned it's down here I sold out except for one copy i'll tell you about that in a bit but this is issue two now, there's only 100 copies of these available all right uh, first one came with a sticker as well did you get the sticker if you got the comic book yeah you did did you stick it somewhere i don't know but randomly hidden we're going we're, so here's what we decided now too the first 50 issues have one of these three there's three of them available Okay, there's those three issues of 50 that have one of these in them. Check out how cool that is, my friends. So what that's going to get you is original artwork. Now, it's not just original artwork. It's artwork that's been printed in, in issue number one. So you're owning a piece of, of, of the history of issue number one, man. I think that that is really cool You know, for something that I'm going to follow my heart through and is going to be huge, huge, huge one day. So we've got three of these tickets in the first 50 issues. We'll do something different for the second 50 issues, but it won't be original artwork from the first issue. I'll tell you that much, man. Heck no. So if you find one of these, and we have a stack, don't we? Can, can you just grab the stack that's going out just so I can show folks that we are actually selling comic books? <laughs> this is what it looks like your golden ticket. If you find this in your comic book, man, you just want a piece of original artwork that right now I would sell for $400. Um, in the future when this is big and has a cartoon and stuff here's just so we we are selling comic books here's a big stack that are going out I'm trying to show you those problems that's just one stack that we have that my wife could carry thank you 
Um, so there may be uh, one of these in, in in that next that first group that goes out. There is. There's this one. There's one in there somewhere in the first big group that goes out. Okay. So just so you know, if you've already purchased a comic book from me, there's a ticket in one of those. All right. And that was like. 20 i think that went out in the first batch so there's a there's a at least at least one ticket in that batch my friends okay um so there it is so that i'm really proud of that as well as my wife is again my wife made this ticket that's all hers that's my my artwork down there of course that's my skeletron um but this uh this was all all my wife's doing she's an amazing job on that good job lonnie good job okay what else okay so yes we got the contest coming up which is i'm really excited for so the, here's the thing about the combine the comic book too now i know I can't put it in all the stores. Now, it is, that's actually a really big pain in the ass, friends, especially for just the 100 comic book run. Um, it's a, it, it sucks, and I lose so much money. So what I do is I put it on a store. Um, on the, or I, yeah, I put it in the Etsy store, okay? And when you go there, you need to put in Machete Comics as one word, and it's here. Now, here's the thing. The shipping is as much as the comic book, which is like seven or eight bucks, okay? Like, I know, and, and then, so you think, wow, if I could just, hang out with you or just see you and buy it for seven bucks. That would be like half the price. And it is. So if you're local and there's a way that you can meet me or I can meet you, I will definitely, I will definitely hook people up for seven bucks for what the price of the comic is. If, if there's a way I can meet you, you know, if, if I, if I scope you out on Facebook and you're, you're sketchy as fuck, I'm not going to meet you anywhere. So just keep that in mind. But the, uh, yeah, hit me up. Cause I, I would love to save you $7 shipping. You know what I mean? That's just Canada States is more. Um, you get that ticket though you're gonna get a free number three i think too i can't remember what we did there, but that's a bargain deal that's a great deal so anyway if, if, if you are local to kingston or you're passing through kingston please give me a heads up i'll tell you what i'll meet you on a beer patio and you can buy me a beer i think that's a good deal buy me a beer and and, and buy a comic book i got a hole in my lip and i'll entertain you with chatting conversation like i am right now okay folks there we go. So that's issue number two, available now on at the Etsy store. Um, Machete Comics, one word. And again, shipping. I, I, I apologize for shipping, but you know nowadays shipping's cranked up. They're really trying to get everything they can. So if I can hook you up personally, I would love to do that with the comics. I do want those to get out there. Again, there's only a hundred issues out there, man. We're already twenty five percent through them. So <laughs> excuse me. Keep that in mind. Okay. So what are we talking about? Yeah. Okay. So the plan with uh, Skeletron right now is that we have a four comic book story arc going on. So right now we have four books done, ready to go. Um, we're on number two. After number four, we are going to take uh, it just maybe a month off. Right? It depends how long this works for, because I am working, I am starting to, I am starting to draw uh, issue number five. Okay. So the four issue arc is going to be sold um, up until probably, I'm thinking, what is that going to go? When will the issue be done? The arc, the four issue arc. Cause we only got two left, right? So yeah. August, September, November. So probably by November, December, we're going to, we are going to go to working on the animated uh, segment, which is going to be fantastic. And at that point, since we only had 100 copies of each issue available, what is it? Oh, oh yeah, it's cool. There I can see Brandy's on there. <laughs> I can see him in the corner there. Hi, Brent. I can see you. Look at me looking at you, looking at me, looking at you, mate. <laughs> freaky deaky, mate. That was freaky deaky. <laughs> if you can name who I'm I'm copying there, 
That's pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to be talking about a lot of other things here. That's sort of went through me off there. Because I was looking at you and you were looking at me and I was looking at you, mate. Break it. Okay. Four issue plan. So we're doing the four issue story arc, all right? We're at number two. It's going to go to four uh, a four issue story arc, which is going to basically get the first story that I want out there. Okay. Um, and that will get you up to date pretty much with the whole scheme of who is Skeletron. What's the deal with this guy? You know what I mean? And there's, there's other characters that are coming and I'm very excited about, but I don't want to ruin it for anyone. I will mention that uh, one of the villain, the team of villain comes in, is a wrestler, El Terrifico. And so if you're into wrestling, there is some wrestling action coming in. All right. Um, what else there? So after the four issues, we're going to work on the animated uh, segment which I've already talked to some people about doing voices for, and I've got some really rad musicians uh, and actors to do voices for me. I am stoked. Stoked. I will maybe do the narrator's voice. I was going to do a few other ones, but I'm not sure. I got some really rad people that want to be involved in voices. So I'm very, very excited about the animated segment that will, that will hopefully be done for the new year, or at least will be in motion by the new year. Okay. So again, Skeletron 2 is available. There is a golden ticket inside. Three random comic books of the first 50. You can win original artwork. All right, now that's gonna bring us to my next subject here. Tomorrow, uh, our local comic shop, SBT Comics, which is just up the road from me. There are two comic book shops in Kingston that I like to go to. One is downtown, that is, that is Nexus. Thanks, Lonnie, that was awesome. Is downtown. It's called Nexus Comics, and I suggest you go there. Fantastic place. Ask for Adam. He knows his stuff. Um, and I also go to one that's just up the street from me, man. Like I could ride my bike to this one up the street, my BMX bike. Um, and it's ran by a really kind fellow named Mark. And uh, what we're doing is we're dropping off tomorrow uh, this original piece of artwork of Skeletron that I've done. It's even going to be in this frame. So it's framed. Don't you hate it when you get something beautiful, but you get a beautiful piece of artwork, but you don't have a frame? Yeah, that annoys me too. So check that out. So I'm we'll be dropping this off tomorrow down at SBT Comics, uh, Kingston. Yeah, that, uh, that's nice. I really like that. Wow, maybe we shouldn't give this away, Lonnie. I don't know. I'm really liking this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And we're dropping off an issue, uh, a copy of issue number two. And the last known available copy, I, I, Nexus, I thought had one, but I think they put it aside for somebody. Um, but you will get also from this contest down at SBT Comics, you will get a copy of issue number one. The now legendary, sold out issue number one with the first appearance of Skeletron. First comic from Machete Comics. So there is one left that, that, that is being sold and that will be in a contest for SBT Comics that we are dropping off tomorrow. So that's pretty exciting, huh? If you live in Kingston, it just gets better and better, right, my friends? Now... As I mentioned, our Etsy store, okay? Just going to pimp a couple more things before I start talking about some... I'm going to do some serious nerd dive here or, uh, in the next little while, folks. So what I'm going to do is, uh, if you do watch the Kids in the Escalator show, I, I thank you very much. Um, uh, Brent and I have such a blast on there, and our, and our, our co-pilot drops in Mike. We have such a good time on there. It's fun. So what I'm going to do here, though, is I'm going deep dive into nerd stuff. I, I lose a lot of uh, viewers on the other one sometimes. If I if I go too nerd heavy, I, I get a lot of the, what are you talking about looks? So, man, there's it's, there's no nerd filter on this on, on live at Machete Comics, my friends. So 
<clears throat> so just to pimp one more thing at my comic book uh, store company, if you go to Etsy.com and you put in Machete Comics one word, you can buy a, um, prints of my work. Uh, here's a, a reimagination of a redrawing of Incredible Hulk 181, which is, of course, the first appearance of Wolverine. So I've drawn it like in kind of like a modern Hulk, modern Wolverine in Wendigo. And I have a colored version of this on the computer that I just finished up as well. This isn't on the store yet, but we're giving you the sneak peek on what is going to be in the store. So again, it's Etsy Comics. Or sorry, Etsy.com, Machete Comics, one word. Um, here is a Ghost Rider uh, Kiss, uh, Gene Simmons Demon mashup. This is on there. And available this is this is one of my favorite pieces that i've ever done um that's why i wanted to show it here i guess you know mixing kit the band kiss and ghost rider which is is two pretty rad things um so i'm i'm, I'm a big fan of this one i really this is one of my favorites and it is available in the etsy store again the shipping on some of this stuff really gets me down if you can do a digital download and take it to your walmart dude you get this what, what is this on online for is this like five bucks seven bucks yeah five to eight dollars yeah. Five to eight dollars for this. It goes on your drive, and you take it to uh, Staples or to Walmart, and you give them the drive, and they'll print it off for you. And what does that cost? Like two, three bucks? Yeah, depending what size and gloss, right, friends? So you're looking at you're, you're you're looking at getting a nice print if you don't mind leaving the house for about seven bucks, eight bucks. That's a great deal. So moving along here, um, here's one that I'm working on now that I want to get. I got to finish the sky. I'll be doing on this is a barbarian lady that we've created. I've had some recommendations on how to keep drawing her, and I'm going to do that next. Lonnie. There is Corvus Glaive. Now this is just another picture that I did for myself. This is not on the. This isn't on the store at all. I did this one for myself. This is one. One of the beauties of being able to draw. <clears throat> is it on the store? Not the color one. No, not the color version of this. Ghost Rider's my spirit animal. Yeah, nice. I like that. Um, so this is my personal, uh, I colored it up and everything. This is for myself. The good thing, one of the cool things about being an artist and uh, enjoying the stuff you draw is I can draw stuff for myself. So I did. That's for me. Finish that off myself. Okay. What do we got next? All right. So that's my machete store. I don't really have a website per se. We've got the Etsy store, okay? Try not slurp. Okay, good point. So you can also, if you go to our face, if you go to Facebook, Machete Comics does have a page on there. There's about 600 people following it on there. That's fair. And uh, you can find, like, Machete Comics is a great place to go because the link for the store is on there as well. All right. Now, here's what one thing I was. So we're going to talk about some, uh, now, first, I want to talk about some classic movies. All right. We got classic movies. Here we go. Yeah, look at that classic. Well, not classic, but look at that X Wing. Just, oh, the shape of the X Wings are really. No, like next week. So, zeroing in, we're going to be talking about a moment in the movie The Empire Strikes Back. Look at that. Sealed in package. Mint. Want to become famous by flowers, primes, and viewers on bigfollowers.com. All right, buddy. There you go. There's your shout out. Bigfollows.com, folks. There you go, buddy. Cheers. Um, so, check this out. Yeah, it's nice, right? It's not for sale, it's just part of my personal collection. I like that. It's just a, it's a newer retro version. I do have the original of that, though. I'll have to show that next time. So anyway, we're going for a nerd deep dive here, my friends. Now, a lot of conversation when I talk to my uh, friends, my Star Wars fan friends are 
really focused on Empire is, is R2 and Yoda's interaction. Now, Empire was made before, of course, the Clone Wars stuff was ever done, especially the cartoons. The cartoons, Yoda and R2 did share scenes. Okay? I think there's three episodes where they, they actually shared scenes. And and another mention was that R2 has never been, been wiped. Okay, So 3PO, they kept wiping the guy's noggin, right? R2 doesn't get the wipe. Okay, there's a time when they wanted to wipe it with Anakin and Anakin said, no, you're not wiping his his memory. That's that's not he's my buddy. So Anakin always looked after him. And then and then strangely enough, Luke picks up where he left off. Right. And uh, kind of adopts uh, R2 to be his own little droid and his own little friend and, and lookout. So they land in Dagobah and you've got to wonder again if R2 has ever been to Dagobah. Um, or if he would, he would be privy to knowing about Dagobah. He acted like he, he didn't know who Yoda was. He gave him a little shock. Uh, and he would have, he, R2, the common knowledge that R2 would have known who Yoda is, right, through, through everything that's gone on. He would, he would have known who Yoda was. So why did R2 act the way he did? <clears throat> okay, here's my opinion on that, all right? My thoughts on that. R2 is probably one of the most loyal characters of all the Star Wars movies, right? He's entrusted with the plans to the Death Star. He's entrusted with a plan to save Princess Leia, who is the future of the Rebellion. R2 is not 3PO. You know what I mean? Like, R2 can 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 fly, and not just fly, he can help navigate in some of the, the craziest Star Wars battles we've ever seen and survive. Not only survive, but thrive. He's been, he's been amazing at that. So my thought on why R2 acted the way he did, especially right off the bat, okay? Because eventually they sit down and they talk. They do have conversations, all right? But the reason I think R2 acted the way he did off the beginning is because he had so much respect for Yoda and he knows where Yoda sits in the plan of the Empire and the history because R2's been around forever. So it's, it's programmed into R2, all the stuff that's happened and especially being around Anakin and all the battles to know that, I'm going to trust Yoda to just do what he does. This is, he's training Luke right now. So my thing is that R2 knew that as soon as they landed on that planet, R2 knew that Luke was being trained from that moment. Yes. Yeah. R2 when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, directions? No. Directions. Oh, directions. To go to Luke Skywalker in, in the final one. Okay, so in the final episodes, yeah, which uh, you twist my arm to talk about that a bit. But um, yeah, so and, and R2 was also entrusted by Luke, probably, um, the directions to find him. So that just shows you how important R2 was in the scheme of Star Wars, and not just to the scheme of Star Wars and the storytelling, but to the actual heroes and the good guys that were fighting the Empire all the things that R2 did like, so my opinion on, on and then the, the cool thing is the little conversation that they had though, when Luke was going into the dark tree to, uh, you know, to do the Jedi kind of do the little challenge there in the darkness when he, he fights Vader and cracks open his skull and finds that it is Luke. 
which wow which really slowed down the movie in my opinion like going going with that scene where r2 and uh yoda are kind of talking to each other and it's not a they're like you know it's not like r2's going you know yeah like doing like that right it's like it's not good it's not good so when he was in 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 the tree there but i just find it's fun to slow everything down and then of course i was really young well not i was pretty young not really young actually when it was Wow, it's good that I say that. Usually I can't say that. I was really young when Empire Strikes Back came out. And uh, I can remember that scene coming in the movie. And then the scenes after, I was just kind of like still trying to wrap my head around what just happened in that tree with that scene where he, no, like, and it but slowed everything down. I think if they would have focused a little more on uh, R2 and Yoda's relationship in that scene would have been, would have been a little cooler. But uh, it's, it's uh, my opinion is that R2 knew all about Yoda and was respecting Yoda's uh, teaching skills and brought that into play as soon as they hit the planet. Okay, so there we go. So that's my opinion on that Star Wars theme. That's my that's a nerd deep dive on that. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, we're going to uh, go from classic movies, which we'll be talking about every week. We're going to go now to modern movies. Wow, we got some cool stuff coming out, my friends. Holy, so we just watched, well, I just watched it again, but I think I just showed my wife today was the trailer for Venom. Eight, which is rad um and then coming out shortly after i think was going to be thor love and thunder now what do these two movies have in common thor love and thunder and what does the venom movie have in common lonnie do you know the god of symbiotes <laughs> well no that see the, the god of the well, not a lot of people are going to know this um the god of the god of uh symbiotes is uh is gore the god butcher who is going to be the main villain in Thor God of Love and Thunder and is going to be played by, because I keep forgetting his name, because I want to call him Batman, by Christian Bale. So Christian Bale is going to be, and I know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and this, so this is, this is the original symbiote. This is where Venom came from. Spoiler alert, my friends. If you didn't know this, though, you're going to find out because it's going to be everywhere. So there is... There's, there it is right there. As I itch my nose behind here. There's there's what will be Christian Bale fighting, uh, what's Thor's actor's name? Chris Helmsley? Oh, it's not the female Thor. Oh, I'm just saying, if this oh, happens, right. that scene yeah. happens, man. There you go. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. So there you go. Look at that. How cool is that? Oh, man, that is some rad work. And this this, this comic's going to be brought up again. There's When we talk about comic books, I'm going to bring this up again. But uh, So Christian Bale will be playing... Uh, the God Butcher, man, it's so friggin' cool! Uh, what a great, what a great uh, character! So let me tell you a little bit about who this who this guy is. Okay, who is this guy? Christian Bale is going to be playing, and why is he such a fierce villain? Okay, so check this out. Oh, I should have brought my glasses down. Oh, I'm gonna have to wear my wife's glasses. Here we go. Now it's an episode of Coffee Talk. We can do Coffee Talk, Brent. Okay. So, so check this out. Gore possesses the all-black necrosword, which according to Galactus, oh, Galactus, yeah, there should be a noise when I say Galactus that goes, yeah. Gore possesses all black, the all-black necrosword, which according to Galactus, carved the first dawn from the stone of the endless night. So he's got a sword that is apparently carved from the first dawn from the first stone of the endless night. Wow, it's kind of like the fade to black, right? <laughs> They're copying us, Lonnie. Yeah. All right, so the blade allows its user 
The blade allows, oh, where's that? So sorry, I want to bring this paper down. The blade allows its user to create wings that allow the user to fly at extreme speeds and create weapons and a shroud of berserkers constructed out of darkness. So just like Venom with his symbiote kind of stuff, he, he has a sword that does this, okay? Um, yeah, so uh, he can create sharp tendrils that can kill any god, including Asgardians. Looking at you, Thor. Oh, I get it. Looking at you, Thor. All right, so um, the later is banished, later banished into a black hole, but uh, an elderly King Thor uses it to battle Galactus, blah, blah, blah. So Gore's coming in. Now, the thing about Gore is, is that he was on a planet that worshipped gods, and um, their planet all of a sudden, you know, wasn't getting rain. It wasn't getting what it needed to survive. So Gore got mad at the gods, and uh, so much so that they, they kicked him out of the village for not believing anymore. Now, Gore came along two gods that were fighting and fell to the earth. Okay. So this is Gore. This is uh, Christian Bale's character. You know, he's walking around and these, these two guys fall. And what happens is from the, the one God, I don't want to give up too much too much. I know. Right. So the two gods fall and he takes the weapon from the one God. And that's, you know, the, uh, the necro sword. So that's where he gets it from is two gods that fell to the planet. Now what he does with the sword is what starts the next of his, his career. Okay. Now, whether they follow this whole thing, I don't know. It's beyond me whether they go through this whole deal. Um, again, if you're a, di a deep dive nerd like myself, this is like really old news to you. You know what I mean? You're just kind of waiting for this to happen. Uh, well, first we were waiting for Secret Wars to get Venom's uh, uh, background and history in there, which they still might do. And that would be a cool spot where they actually got the symbiote from. That that would that would still work, in my opinion. The Fantastic Four, yeah, and bringing them in. Well, Secret Wars would just be fantastic to do and bring in Fantastic Four, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. Okay, so there's how we bring in the God Butcher. Now, what I want to talk about next in our nerd dive here is a comic uh, storyline that is just, just fantastic. Just fantastic. And this one, I, I'm going to show you guys stuff that I got too that's like – this this is nuts the price i got this for we even the second time i went to the store to buy some of these issues twice we went to the guy downtown this was a store that i don't go to that much um i can't remember the name but we we went to him and we said okay look man this is the second time taking these comics there's still some of them left you're they're in your dollar bin you may want to pull them and he brought it up on the on the the computer screen there and he, said, nah, nah. he wasn't even really answering us it was kind of odd so anyway i have that whole god of thunder the first run with uh yeah yeah the, with with gore the god butcher and how he becomes uh gore the god butcher i got the, the dude these were in the dollar bin if you're in the know and you're watching this i know you just dropped whatever was in your hand because this is insane there's like 70 dollar comics in here now this is the best part about it two issues of it right look at it like this is this is great two issues I don't have two of that one for some reason. That one, two issues. There's one that I pulled out though because it's even more, I think. Maybe, look at this. Oh my gosh. Okay, that one, I thought I had two issues of that one. Maybe it's in another pile. Oh, you know what? I'm maybe, Again, yes. Oh my gosh. So this series here, when it goes to uh, the God Bomb, and what a great name for a storyline, the God Bomb. Oh, so this series is great, God of Thunder. If you can afford it, or you haven't, okay, there's two issues of that one there. Look at that. This is all dollar bin stuff, my friends. Dollar bin gold. Look at this. 
Oh man, maybe we should sell some of these, Lonnie. Maybe we should have an auction on here. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger boat. I mean, house. Yeah, this is awesome. My co my comic book collection is friggin' uh, phenomenal, and I'm slowly gonna show it as we go along here. So there's uh, that's one collection that I have that is fantastic as well. The art, the story. Sorry, I'm drop stuff. And also, you watch the prices on that stuff go because it's already there. As I mentioned, there's already like some of the books in there were 70 bucks. Um, so you watch that stuff go as soon as Christian Bale hits the screen, man. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. So maybe we should have a comic book auction on here at some point anyway. Huh? So yeah, so if you guys uh, want to comment down below or send me a message on any other things you would like to see from my collection. Um, I got tons. I, I have tons of stuff, my friends. Like the stuff that I have is uh, is immense. It, um new toys old toys comic books man i got i got some i think my oldest comic book is an x-men number six and a daredevil number four or maybe reverse those maybe reverse those i can't quite remember but um as you can see i have quite a big collection i like to show them off and i like to talk about them with people who are into comic books but if there's anything you'd like me to talk about as well like the whole thing between yoda and uh and r2 if you want to discuss that a bit that'd be great and i'd love to hear your opinion on that was R2 just being a dick? I don't know. Okay, so what else did I want? Oh, I'm just going to show you. So here's some more some more comic book stuff. We're going to end off with some more comic book stuff here, my friends. So this was something. This was a gem that I found right here. Look at this. So for all you, this is uh, going to throw in a little bit of gaming here and mix this in with this. So we've got some retro gaming here. So if you remember the game Yara's Revenge from 1982, it was a cartridge game from Atari. And this, uh, this is a little comic book, man. This is so friggin' cool. Check this out. This is gold. Yeah. <laughs> it gets me off the beginning here. This is great. Oh, my glasses again. I think. Um, no, here it is. We, so this is Yars Revenge comic book, right? We Yars are actually descended from the common house fly. Ew. <laughs> Damn. What's more gross? Well, you know, well, the, you know, I guess some of those centipedes and earwigs are grosser for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there are there are way grosser <laughs> bugs. But still, from from the housefly, which we all love. Um, but I, what I kind of turned me on here was the way the artwork was almost like because this is 1982. Like this is airbrushed. I'm 99 sure this is airbrushed, but it looks so up to date. 82 is what I meant to say. Sorry, 82. Wow, our numbers, right? Holy cow. 220 here in Ontario right now. I don't know what we're doing. We're acting like it's anyway. Look at the artwork. This is fantastic. This, and this is great. So this is just a little gem that I found in my collection. I have uh, tons of classic video games as well. My my Atari um, video game collection is immense, as well as my Nintendo collection. The only system I'm missing, other than like the new new brand new ones, right? They're easy to find. You can just go buy one of those. Nintendo Switch. You just go up to the Walmart and buy one of those. Anyway. But I'm missing a GameCube, I think, is the only one I'm missing. I have the original Game Boy in a case, the original case. It was gifted to me by an amazing uh, person and student of mine. And it comes in this, like, almost like a steel kind of, it looks like a steel kind of case. And it's got the original Game Boy and all the fixings, like the, uh, yeah, maybe I'll bring that one out if, if people would like to see that. So this is a little comic book that came from the Atari, the Atari cartridge. Whoa. Beautiful, beautiful. A cool little part of uh, my comic book collection. I don't have any bag and backer boards small enough. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, I'm doing a contest at uh, SBT Comics. 
that I enjoy going to. Um, one of the, our, my therapy runs is to go downtown Kingston uh, to Baggett Street, I believe it is, to Nexus Comic Books here in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. And they have dollar bins. And I'm talking not just like two dollar bins. Um, they have two shelves of dollar bins. Uh, there's a lot of dollar bin comics at Nexus, man. And they have some great stuff in there. And I'm going to show you some of the things that I picked up last time I was there. Um, what I usually do is my wife will go downtown shopping and, and check out the little stores, which the stores are amazing downtown. Downtown Kingston is a great place to go. And I'll go to the dollar bin and I'll spend my whole time just down in the basement in uh, Nexus Comics. So here are, um, and it's funny because here's I, the funny, I, I bought a bunch of stuff for my wife this one run here. And I'm going to show you some of that. This one was for me. This is uh, the variant cover Nightwing 51. Uh, wow, look at that cover. I love these Virgin Light covers where it's just the artwork. I think those are fantastic. I think we're going to have to do a Skeletron one like this, Lonnie, for uh, issue. Because we've done di kind of different covers every time. I think the third one should be like this. That'd be neat, huh? So there's some DC loving for you, Brent. Some DC loving for you. That's Nightwing. That's sweet. And actually, I think from this batch, I got Brent a comic book too. Uh, Batman, uh, Superman one possibly. So now we're going to get, so this one I got for my wife. And this is another variant edition. Uh, Black Cat. Look at that cover. Huh? Dollar. All day long, my friends. All day long. So this is one from my wife's collection. Still got to put it in the bag and backer board. I'm slacking. Okay, here's another one for my, oh, and this, this cover's like real, this is like issue number one of uh, Skeletron. Or, yeah, like, yeah. So look at that one. There's another one. These version covers are, are just beautiful. And Brent says, indeed I did. Yeah, so that Brent's got one of these from this series. Unbelievable. Look at that. That's so nice. So this is uh, the year of the veil, Supergirl 34. And my wife likes, uh, she's got some cool Batgirl comic books, actually. Thought I'd grab her this one. Dollar, dollar all day long, I would pay for that. And, oh, I love this one. This is the kind of artwork I like to do is this style. This is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number three. I don't know what series, but my wife collects these. So I picked this up for her. So look at that cover. Dollar. And look at this. Look at the spine. Oh, I'm on, where are we? Look at the spine. Look how nice that is, my friends. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Anyway, ah, the spine. Okay, look at that. Isn't that great? Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, and it's clean. There's just one tick in the spine there. Then that's beautiful. Oh, and here, check this out. I put this one on my TikTok, and I got a lot. I got 700 people liking that. 700 likes is pretty good on something, I think. You get more than 500 likes on something. That's pretty rad. I had one viral video on my TikTok. TikTok's Chris Machete. Yeah, yeah. So check this one out. Oh my gosh, look at that one, Howard the Duck. And this is a Marvel Super Special. Um, this is a reenactment of the movie or a reimagination of the movie in comic book form. Look at that. There's the back cover. It's really cool. It's really cool. So and this is um, 1986. Yeah. Wow. And it's even got like who it's starring kind of thing. Like the way I don't want to wreck this, man. This is awesome. I really, this is a good, so yeah, dollar bins, my friends, my gosh, all day long. Right. Look at that. And that's beautiful. But this is in really, really, Again, just one tick. <laughs> I guess one tick, and then it's only worth a dollar. Goes to the dollar bin. Are I don't. Howard the Duck. Howard the Well, Howard the Duck has been in like, yeah, in a few things, right? You see him, but I don't know if there's any plans to make a full movie at him. A TV show would probably be uh, something that they would be willing to risk. I would think. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and a lot of people, of course, everybody asks me. 
what's your favorite comic book of all time? That's that's my my most asked question. So it's not just one comic book. This is my this is my comic book bible. This is what when I when I first read this, um, I just was like, wow. Again, see, I'm just looking at it now and I'm blown away. So it's it's a uh, slain the horned god. And it's it's all of them. These were originally in uh, those British 2000 magazines, 2000 AD that Judge Dredd ran. This is all of them, and it is really thick. This is just incredible. So Simon Beasley, Bisley, Beasley. I've heard him, his name pronounced so many different ways. So many different ways. Yeah, toy traders. Go to toy traders and get the dollar bin. Get some video footage and send it to me, Brent, and then I can share it with the folks here, and that would be great next week. I'm going to go to the dollar bin and get some more shares too. So if you had a video that I could play on here, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you can zoom in with us. That'd be great anyway. So this is my 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 comic book Bible. This is beautiful. I like the smell of it, sorry. But I just like, this. It's, oh my gosh. The art in this is it's all it's all painted. This guy's oh, work's yeah. amazing. He did all the Lobo stuff that I really enjoyed too. Simon Bisley, Beasley. The artist is Simon Bisley. Bisley Beasley. I don't know what you're thinking of, but so this is gold, man. Oh, I love this. This is just this inspires me. Oh, look at the panels. Look at that. Oh, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, so. So this this is my comic book bible, my friends. This is this is it for me. I love this. I could pick this up at any time and read it and love it. That's it. So that and it's a kind of expensive bit. Slain, the horned god. Simon Bisley, Beasley, Beasley. <laughs> However you want to pronounce it. The dude's a mint. The dude's mint. All right. So there we go. That was awesomeness. So I, I'm hoping you enjoyed uh, listening to me spill my guts. And have a nerdgasm here, you know what I mean? And um, really go high on some nerd stuff because I like talking about that. No nerd filter. Full on nerd dive. All right, so Machete Comics, if you would want to buy uh, issue number two, there's a chance you could win uh, some original artwork that was printed in issue number one. There's issue number two. Um, and also, as I mentioned, if you if you are in Kingston or local to Kingston or coming through Kingston, which I recommend, it's beautiful here, uh, just hit me up. And I'll meet you somewhere and sell you this. Um, as, as I mentioned, as long as you're not like, you know, all shady and stuff, man, you're shady. I'm not going to, if you're all sketchy and shit, I'm not going to, I'm not going to meet you there. If, if I check your Facebook page, man, and you're like, you know, hanging animals from trees, I'm not, I'm not going to meet you. I'm not. Wearing skull masks. There's Skeletron number two. No one's giving me the sign that I'm talking too much. Carnage, check out, there's going to be in the new Venom uh, movie. The trailer's out there. Check that out. Look at that cover right there, man. Look at that. Yes, this is live at Machete Comics. Just sitting here with my wife, who is the co-owner of Machete Comics. There's her name on the bottom of the now legendary Skeletron number one, which will be dropped off, and issue will be dropped off tomorrow. SBT Comics, along with some original artwork. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Oh, I want to thank Blue Microphones for, for the help and support. All right. Thank you, Blue. 
Blue, blue, blue. Blue Yeti. Very cool. Okay, so again, I am one half of the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Brenton on tour is getting ready to go on tour. He will be running the Megadeth, Lamb of God, Fred Penner show. Um, I, I don't think it's coming through Canada again. I think Fred Penner's been banned from doing shows in Canada, as there's usually uh, a riot. The uh, mosh pits are too uh, too violent for us Canadians here to handle, so... I don't think they'll be doing the tour here in Canada, unfortunately, which we were going to go live from that show. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the Megadeth show is not, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it is. I don't know. I could be wrong, but um, I'm looking at the dates online and I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but anyway, um, I think I will still be seeing Brent and we can maybe do the show together from here or something, you know. Um, Dean retweeted you. Thanks, Dean. Appreciate it, buddy. Dean Blundell, that's oh, we're on the Dean Blundell Network. So, yeah, that's where all the cool shit happens, man. That's where you got to go. You got to go there. All right. So, again, I'm Chris Machete, <clears throat> Chris Machete Cochran, and I am one half of the Kids on the Escalator podcast team. Hanging out here in Kingston, Ontario from Machete Comics, downstairs from Machete Comics, right? Um, thank you for tuning in. It's Sunday. I'm going to go do some drawing. Yeah, live from Machete Comics. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.